It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello, everybody. Welcome to LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. Today, we are talking to Ohio State 2023 wide receiver target Rico Flores from Folsom, California, a four-star receiver and a player that Brian Hartline and the Buckeyes have really picked up interest in in recent weeks. And I thought it'd be a good time to get Rico on the show and get him introduced to you Buckeyes fans out there everywhere. So let's get Rico on the show and let's get to it. As promised, Rico Flores is with us now. Rico is one of the country's highest ranked wide receiver prospects and yet a guy that Ohio State fans don't know a whole lot about. You're out there in California, Rico, and the last couple months things have really picked up with you and the Buckeyes. I mean, what, what's really precipitated that, uh, you know, pickup of interest on your part? Um, I feel like my, my interest in Ohio State being like high since I was young because, you know, they, they produce a lot and they're a very good team. They got a great background. And I was just – and like when I got the offer, I was finally like, – I was like super excited because I'm like, dang, they finally offered me. So now it's just like a dream, like come true, like because I've always wanted an offer from Ohio State. And they finally reached out and hand, gave me one. And now, like, the connection and bonds with the whole staff is just keep growing, and it's a great bond from, like, with each coach coach I talk to. Now, I think a lot of people assume that because you're a wide receiver that you're only talking to Brian Hartline, but you said that, you know, it's the entire staff. You're hearing from Ryan Day. You're hearing from Brian Hartline. Kevin Wilson, I think, probably is involved in there as well because of uh, your connection with Walker Lyons, a four-star tight end at your high school. You know, is it unusual for these staffs to, to be – approaching you with so many people or is is that kind of what most people are trying to do um i'll say that's like majority of the schools that i'm that's like in my top right now do a lot of like even running back coach receiver coaches um quarterback the offense coordinator like they all text me and stuff so it's just like i want to say it's unusual but it's, it's like been happening a lot lately now, for you, uh, you're a guy that's generally speaking in the top 25 of the wide receivers in the country. You only played six games as a sophomore because of the COVID-19 stuff out in California. You guys got limited a little bit more than other places. Do you think that that has slowed down your recruitment a little bit and that these last couple of weeks and months you've finally started to see it accelerate again? Um, no, not at all. Because in the six months, I mean, the six games, excuse me, that I feel like that helped even more because it's like shows. Oh, he did this in six games. Like, just imagine what he would do in the full season. And I got the opportunity in my junior year to like prove a little bit more, and hopefully the senior season just keep proving everybody, all the doubters and like people that's questioning, just keep proving them wrong and like show. You know, one of Ohio State's all-time great wide receivers is from California a guy that a lot of people didn't know a lot about in high school, Chris Olave, uh, who just finished up his career as the all-time leader in touchdowns at Ohio State as far as receivers goes. When you see a guy like that from California leave the state and, and go you know, far away, 3,000 miles away, and have the success he did, does it make it easier for you to envision that sort of path for yourself? Yeah, I feel like that has a part in it too because it's like he's not that he's not he's from like same state. He's not that far from where I am. Probably like what six hours, maybe or five hours. 
So it's like, and he's they're one of the highest receivers that came out of Ohio State. So it's like, if he could do it, what? what why can't I do it? Because you say some. Go ahead. Sorry. Me, my bad. Yeah. Usually, have some um, colleges. It's predominantly like from that area that their their players are doing good. It's not really a lot of California kids that go like out of the Pac-12 and do good at the other places, or like they even take their opportunity and chances because it was like they. I feel like a lot of Cali kids would think, "Oh, that school doesn't really." of how much people are from that area that go to that college. Yeah, for you, I mean, as you watch so this, like, I, start, I think we're breaking up a little bit here. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I can hear you. Okay. Um, your, your video is a little frozen. No, no big deal. So we'll go um, back to that. This is the this is the power of the internet, folks. We're trying to do this stuff, you know, and bring it to you live and, and in action. So, you know, Rico, as you start to look ahead at these next few months, it's kind of pivotal, right? You you've narrowed your top schools down to seven or eight schools that you're really looking at. You've never been to Columbus. You've never been to Ohio State. How important is it for you to make that trip soon? Um, it's going to be really important, especially like with my decision and if I want to commit, end up committing to that uh, college. So I feel like my visit is should it's gonna be happening soon. We're trying to get everything in details and put together the plans for all the next visits. Like because you know, you only get five officials. So I'm trying to put all that stuff together here soon. And then in a few weeks, like two or one, or next week or two weeks from that, I'm gonna come out with a top five. And that's gonna be my final five. You know, Walker, your teammate Walker Lyons, a four-star tight end at Folsom High School has been to Ohio State. What type of insight has he given you about his visit to Columbus last summer? And is it something that helps make it easier for you to envision what it would be like? Yeah, he says it's, it's real cool. Everybody there is cool. Everybody like cool person. There's no like, how do I say it? Um, we like not weird, but like not like they don't get him off the right persona. Everybody gives off a good persona of themselves. And he just said, you'll like it there. That, I mean, that's what he told me. You know, uh, Brian Hartline, obviously his reputation right now is as good as any coach in the country from what he's doing as a recruiter, what he's doing as a developer of players. You see, uh, we already talked about Chris Olave, but then you have Garrett Wilson and Jackson Smith and Jigba and, and, you know, years before that, Terry McLaurin and all these other guys. You know, what is he like for you as you get to know him as a, as a coach? And not just really as a coach, but is that personality with him something that you really feel a, a good vibe with? Yeah, with Coach Harline, I feel like there's a good relationship and vibe with him. He's really cool dude. You know, what is it that you're looking for in a coach? All these coaches are coming at you with their best attitude, right? They all have – they all are, are professionals at their job. I mean, how do you separate between who's selling you on something and who's actually being genuine? That's a hard part for sure. 
I just listen, and then sometimes I'll ask them the question twice. Like, I ask them one time, and then probably in a few months, I'll ask them the same question just to see if their script changes up a little bit, and just that's what how I go off. And then, like, some people, you could tell who's genuine. Like, that's just who I am. Like, off the bat, I could read through a lot of people, so I could tell, like, if they're being genuine or if they're just telling fibs and telling the same thing to each recruit that they want to come play, you know? Yeah, I mean, for for guys out in California like yourself, as you mentioned, it is hard for people to envision leaving the West Coast. Look around you, all that sunshine. It's what ninety some degrees out there today. The uh, Bengals are in the Bengals are about to win the Super Bowl out there. Um, <laughs> you know, what is it about you as a person that has to be different to be willing to leave California and go to Texas, go to Ohio, go wherever? You know, you're looking at a lot of the biggest schools around the country. Does it require a different mindset, do you think? And if so, where does that mindset come from? Um, yeah, it requires a different mindset for sure. And my mindset comes from my mom. I feel like ever since I was little, she just always told me, like, you know, you got to go where the best thing is for you and don't stay. Like, how do I say? She always told me, don't know, even from going to different football teams, being young, going to, because I transferred from my freshman year to, I ended up going to Folsom because the first half I was going to Capitol. She's like, these people don't know you from a can of paint. you got to show them who you are. And I feel like she just engraved that in me ever since I was little. So that's where it comes from. And then also you just can't be scared to take a chance. you got to always bet on yourself. You know, as you start to look ahead here, what are the two or three things in your recruitment that are going to be the most important for you? Obviously, there's always the generic things, right? There's playing time. There's you know, the opportunity for the NFL. But, I mean, what do you – what's Rico Flores actually need a coach and a program to have to make sure that it's one that's real for you? I want somewhere where I could feel like at home without being at home. Like, I want to feel – make sure I'm comfortable. The people around me are cool people. They get me. They get my background. And just somewhere where I feel welcome, very welcome that. And then also, like, besides, besides, like, you know, for air football, I want to start, like, my plan, my objective, my goal is to start as a freshman and not have to register. That's my plan. But hopefully that comes true. And But the main thing is just to feel welcome and feel wanted, not feel like, how do I say it? Like, not just feel like I'm just there, you know? Not just another dude. Say it again? So you're not just there as another dude. You're You're the dude. Yeah. Now, when, when you look at a place like Ohio State, obviously the recruiting room, the receiver room is pretty deep. How does Brian Hartline address that with you and say, hey, your opportunity is here if you can if you can take it? I mean, or is it something different? Uh, it just says you've got to be a guy that's willing to work. Basically, that's how he said To sum it up, that's really what he says. You just, just got to work every day, day in and day out. We talked a few weeks ago, and you said that your hope was to – kind of narrow things down by the end of the spring and maybe make a decision by the end of the summer. Is that still your plan or has, has the recruiting world opened up so much that you're starting to see like, Hey, maybe I need to wait. No, that's the same, same plan. Just commit um, around June or July. That's been the same thing. Rico, are there any players around the country that you've gotten to know? I mean, obviously you're out on the West coast, but have you gotten to talk to other kids around the country about other uh, college experiences or, or their thoughts on schools? Yeah, recently I talked to Malachi Nelson about it that's committed to USC. Um, I've talked to 
Zachariah Branch. Well, also committed to USC. This seems like a USC yeah. thing. <laughs> now, I was talking to him before they committed to USC. Uh, Clark. Talked to Clark that just committed to Louisville. Uh, you know, with, with a kid like Zachariah, obviously it's pretty unique. He was this close to being committed to Ohio State himself about two months ago. You know, he's been there multiple times. How how much can you really learn about Ohio State from talking to other kids? Let you know he's doing. Um, Say it again. Can you repeat it? You know, with, with Zachariah, he was almost committed to Ohio State about two months ago. How how much can you learn about Ohio State from talking to other kids? I mean, do you get a sense that they can almost give you more insight than coaches can? Um. Yeah, I feel like that personally. I feel like that's that's. I feel like that's really a good question to ask the people besides coaches because they're going to tell you. I mean, like, coaches, that's their job to tell you, you know, yeah. like, are you good and stuff like that. So, like, if you hear from players, they're going to tell you the real. Well, like the question it, to ask, like, certain people. It's coaches. certainly an interesting world. You guys are in, in such a unique position in the recruiting now because of social media, because of the opportunity to see each other at all these seven-on-seven camps and everywhere else, you you have much more knowledge than kids did 20 years ago, and it leads to some very interesting uh, recruitment. So thank you, uh, Rico, for taking time. It is Super Bowl Sunday. We're doing this. Like I said, I know you're busy. We're all busy, and we appreciate you taking time to join us on Letterman Row. No doubt. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. We'll be in touch. Thanks a lot. Okay, for sure. That's Rico Flores. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Berman Allen, John Letterman Row. Thanks for watching.